0: Season 2, episode 1. I'm calling it season 2 because I think if you have another season, you know they they called you back. So you must be successful. Look at me game the system. Alright, this is sort of a tweener article, meaning it's in between personal, it's in between career, and I hope hope you love it. This one's called, I'm fine with that. Some things don't matter. It's a picture of my daughter and I sitting together at a concert years ago around her birthday. And it's such a great memory for me because I was just sitting there with her, not thinking about anything else. And those were the good old days when, you know, my daughter wasn't a teenager and now she is. As you can imagine, that comes with a, its fair share of challenges, so. I used to think that learning new things about yourself was self-discovery, part of a growth mindset. Now I realize that some things just don't matter. And I'm fine with that. I was working on two projects simultaneously. Each of them was attached to a deadline and they were easily 100 plus hours of work. I also managed a team. I led a recovery ministry, served on a board, coached both my kids' sports teams, and was planning a second mission trip to India at the time. India, excuse me. I was sitting at my desk doing my best to hold it all together when someone walked in and dumped another task on me. And something happened to me in that moment. I could feel my body temperature spike and I could feel my heartbeat just through my chest, like boom, boom, boop boom, 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 I got lightheaded, and for a second, I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. I mean, I really believe that. I got up, I excused myself, I said I'd be right back. I walked outside to the parking garage, straight to my Jeep, And I drove myself to the emergency room. I'm not going to die today. I'm not going to leave my wife and kids without a husband and a father. Not going to happen. So at the hospital, they took blood. They did testing. They gave me an MRI. And they decided that they needed to keep me overnight just to be safe. While monitoring me for another 24 hours. Dude, did I have a heart attack or not? Until they told me that I was spending the night, I hadn't told a soul but i was there i won't go as far to call them chest pains but i will admit to saying that i had been feeling abnormal for weeks leading up to that day sobriety alcoholism anger those were easy but the anxiety was uncharted territory for me i had no idea how to talk about it so i didn't i felt that admitting my head wasn't right meant i was confessing to something else something unknown and for a guy who, you know, portrays that he's got got it all together, you know, this just wasn't a good look for me. This isn't a good look for me. I don't know why. When my wife showed up at the hospital, I tried to play it cool. But only because I had to. I mean, after all, she brought her parents with her. <laughs> As it turns out, my heart was in perfect condition. Tip-top, said the doctor. Tip-top shape. But, and this is a big but, I was saying yes too often when I should be saying no. I was overwhelmed. I saw a therapist. I saw a doctor was prescribed meds and also threw away the meds shortly after. I was just so afraid of getting addicted to them I wouldn't even give myself a chance. It was three and a half years ago this past fall. I wish I could say things got better. I hate clichés. I really hate clichés. I do my best to avoid them at all possible. The thought of using someone's, excuse me, the thought of using something that's been overplayed bothers me. In everything I do, I want to be different. My favorite quote is from Mark Twain. When you find yourself on the same side as majority, it's time to pause and reflect. I bring up my hatred for clichés just to warn you that I'm about to use one. It's not a cliche yet, but it might as well be. What have you learned about yourself this past year? In one sense, I see it as a cliche. On the other hand, I have to consider what I have learned that I want to take away from this, right? The pandemic, what we've learned from it, everybody's got their own experience. And they say it so much to me, it's like, it's gonna be a cliche before you know it. Well, here's what I've learned. I've learned that the anxiety attack I had in 2018 Might as well have been the preseason for the amount of anxiety I could handle during a pandemic. Like, just prepare me for the regular season. But that's not it. I learned that I isolate myself constantly. I used to be the guy who went to the movies on a weeknight because I knew I'd be alone. Still, now I drown myself in music or TV as a way to avoid talking to anyone about anything of significance. But that's not it either. I learned that I disagree with a lot of people I thought I agreed with. I mean, basically, I learned that I am ugly. Ugly seems better than hate, so I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to hate anyone, but I'm not afraid to say they're ugly. Again, that's not it, though. I learned that I love working from home because I'm closer to my family. But then again, I'm closer to my family, and now I can't turn work off. Knowing my office is 20 feet from my bed is a blessing. And it is a freaking curse. If you you work from home, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Not it. Still not it. I learned that I'm emotional. I mean, I know I've always been emotional. I can cry just as easy as I can laugh. But I really want to cry. I really don't want to cry this much. As much as I love Ted Lasso. It wasn't because of how funny he is. Hopefully you've watched Ted Lasso. I mean, seriously, come on. It's like the greatest TV show ever. That's not even a joke. But this isn't it either. I've learned that I have far too much guilt in my life. Whenever I spend any time for myself, I can't help but feel guilty about taking it away from my wife and kids. Why should Dad get to do something fun, I would ask myself. But they never say that. My kids never say that. But I think the result has been a significant fear of my kids missing out. I have no idea why, but the thought of them not having what they want or realizing what they want pains me so much that I have completely forgotten about myself. Not it again. Aside from the anxiety, isolation, ugliness, crying like a baby, and guilt, there is one thing I have also learned. I'll look back on it someday and say to myself, I'm proud to have gone through it when I did. And that's that we are not alone everyone has had some kind of experience and not one of us can say with any certainty exactly how another person is dealing with life not now not ever and certainly not during a pandemic that's pretty close but it's still not it you never know what someone else is going through just assume they have been somewhere you have never been because you likely haven't been there All of those things I didn't want to learn, which I unfortunately did, aren't the traits I'm looking to collect more of. And I likely wouldn't have realized my understanding of others if I had not gone through them. I wouldn't fully comprehend that even though I feel alone, I am not alone. We are not alone. I certainly wouldn't be able to sit here today without my previous bows with anxiety and say with confidence that I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm going to do me, and you should do you. All right, we're almost there. Someone once said, we weren't just meant to pay bills and die. For the first time in my life, the idea of what doesn't matter is steadily creeping into my mind more and more this past year. We spend all of our time focusing and worrying about things that pale in comparison to what we want to spend our time on. We work all day long. We feel the need to consume our lives with success and accomplishments when they don't matter. None of it does. You came into this world with nothing, and you're leaving with nothing. So here we go. This is it. This is what I learned. But the look in her eyes when my wife wants my time, that matters. A smile on my son's face when he wants to tell me about his game does. And the way my daughter laughs as she tells me his story, that does. She's 14, remember. Trust me. If she wants to tell me something she's excited about it, it matters. That's what I learned over the past year and a half. I don't want to take it for granted. Things that truly matter, that is. The rest I will give to God because I know, listen to me, I know He will take it. I'm perfectly fine with that. Go live your life and if you need somebody to talk to, reach out to me. I won't pretend to know what you're going through, but I'll listen. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.